Welcome back to another episode of Sippin' with Sassy. So today, I am drinking something kind of boring, but I really am low on energy. Um, I am an accountant, and we are in year-end clothes, so I am very tired. So today, I just grabbed what was in my fridge, and that is an Angry Orchard. I do like a good Angry Orchard from time to time. I don't drink too many of them because sometimes they're a little sugary, but if you haven't tried one, you should. So today, January 28th, 2021, is the 14th year anniversary of my cousin's passing. Yes, you heard that right, 14 years. So when this happened, I was 14. I was a freshman in high school. And my cousin was 16 at the time of his passing. And I wanted to talk about this because usually every year this day is a little somber. And I like to think back on all of the good times and the good memories that I have. And the things that I learned from it. And how it helped me grow and shape me into the person that I am today. So I kind of wanted to talk about that. I know grief is something that a lot of people struggle with. And I think the way that I like to look at grief is I think that it can change you good ways and bad, but I also think it can change you for the better. But in order for that to happen, you have to make that decision And I think that that is something I learned early on. And looking back now, it really did do a lot of wonderful things for me, which is, I feel kind of guilty saying that because obviously death is not something anyone should have to go through. But obviously we all at some point will cross that path. But I will go into some of the things that it really changed in my life. So... The biggest thing is, so my cousin died, it was early Sunday morning, so like 1, 2 a.m., I think it was something like that, but he died in a drunk driving accident that took his life and then two other people's lives, and those two other lives were the car that he collided with, so he was. it was late at night, there was obviously alcohol involved, and it happened on a bridge and it was in the middle of January in Connecticut and the bridge was icy. So as soon as they hit the bridge, the car turned and the rest is history. But the one thing that really came from this was the friendship that my sister and I started that day. So growing up, my sister and I hated each other. I mean, hated each other with a passion. We were two years apart and obviously we would go to the same school, 
from time to time in elementary and then a year in middle school and then in high school for a few years. But when we were in middle school, I remember specifically every time we would walk by each other in the hallways, we would glare at each other and just keep walking. We pretended each other didn't exist and that was just how it was going to be. And our extended family really, really hated being around us because we fought all the time. She was older, skinny, prettier than me at the time. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Sorry, bitchy. Just kidding. Um, But I was obviously younger and chubby. Well, I won't say chubby. I was fat. I was was pretty fat. Um, So that's was something that changed. So my cousin and my sister were the same age. So as soon as he passed away, it really made us realize how lucky we were to have each other. And we needed to take advantage of that because obviously you don't know what tomorrow's going to bring and tomorrow's never promised. So from that day forward, we were best friends. We were inseparable. Obviously there are times when she still bothered the shit out of me And if she stole my clothes, I would get mad and vice versa. But from that day forward, everything changed at the drop of a hat. And that's something that I won't take for granted. And I think that was one of the things that really changed my life for the better. And I mean, from that day forward, she would drive me to school, which there were times when she really didn't want to and had to. And then I think from that day on, She drove me to school because she wanted to. And, of course, that's when my obsession with Starbucks started because we would go to Starbucks every day before school. But that was not a result of my cousin. But being able to go together and having something something that we shared love for, you know, happened because of that. And I don't think that that ever would have happened. And maybe it would have happened, but I will never know because that is... Just the way the cookie crumbled at that point in my life. Another really hard lesson that my sister and I, and of course my little brother, but he was very young at the time. But one thing that we really learned from this was a serious lesson about drinking and driving. And I know that all parents out there tell their kids not to do it. But I think when you know somebody who has passed in a drinking and driving accident, it really, really sticks with you. So that was something that I have never done and I will never do because of this. And I would always tell my friends too, you know, if they were drinking and they were going out and they got drunk and had to get home, they could call me. It didn't matter if it was 2, 3, 4 a.m. And yes, we were in high school and (laughs) yes, we did drink in high school, but you know, I did tell them I would come and get them because the last thing I'd want to do is lose another person to that. And I think that that's probably something that my parents are a little thankful for as well because you can tell your kids something till they're blue in the face and they will just shrug it off and not listen. But my parents knew that we knew that it wasn't something that was going to happen or could happen. And... From that day forward also, you know, when I would go out with my friends or we would go do anything, my parents knew where I was. And our line of communication was pretty open after that. I think because they were worried because, I mean, no one wants to lose a child and that's something that, you know, people should never have to deal with. But 
when this happens, you're extra sensitive and when it hits so close to home, you're worried that, you know, you could be next, your child could be next. So we were pretty open with our parents. At least I know I was. My sister got into a little trouble from time to time, but we'll get into that when she comes on because there's a really funny story that I would love to share, but I would really like her reaction. So we're going to bring her on for that one. But when I got into my later high school years, especially senior year, my friends and I would go to this place called The Clearing. So it was the spot on one of our friend's family farm. It was a little piece of land in the woods, and we called it The Clearing. So a lot of Friday nights we would go out there and we would drink and we would stay the night. We would sleep in our cars. We all had sleeping bags and pillows and all these blankets in our cars set up for the night. But my parents always knew that I was there. They knew I wasn't leaving and that I would just be home in the morning. Probably hungover and puking because, you know, in high school you have no limits. Um, but I was really open about where I was and what I was doing. I mean, for the most part, when it came to drinking, I usually told my parents where I was. And I think that that was something that, I don't know if that would have ever happened. I don't know if I would have ever been so open with my parents and, you know, telling them where I was and what I was doing and who I was with. But because of this, I felt that if I told them and they knew, they would feel more comfortable and so would I. So that is something that I did do. And I mean, I know my parents always tell stories about when they were young and the things that they used to do. But I just wanted them to be comfortable in knowing that I was safe and that I would do my best to not let that happen to me. So anything that I could control, I was going to. So I did. And I just tried to be as honest as I could with them and tried to be as honest as I could with my friends about, you know, if we're going somewhere, we're not leaving. That's how it's going to be, and if you want to tell your parents you're at my house, wherever we're going, that's fine, but if we're drinking, we're not leaving. So we were pretty safe in high school, and I mean, did the best I could to avoid a tragic, another tragic situation like that, but I think another thing with grief, and something that I am very thankful for my family for, is that... We always tell stories about, you know, good times and all these good memories about family members who have passed and just try to keep their memory alive. And I know that it's something that it's not easy for everyone. I know a lot of people who go through grief don't want to talk about it, don't want to talk about the person who has passed. And I think for me, it was a nice way of coping, you know, just to live in the happy moments and to live in the happy times and not think about the terrible thing that has happened and if that's not something you do that's okay but I promise that when you do decide to open up and tell stories and keep their memory alive it will help you it will make you happy when you think about them and it's something that really really kept me going especially with all of the death that I did deal with um, my cousin was not the first and he was not the last and he won't be the last, but I think that when you are able to open up about it, 
you're really able to heal from it. And I'm not talking about getting over it because I don't think it's something that you get over. It's just something that you learn to live with and you have to use it, you know, to motivate you, to motivate you to get up out of bed every day to be the best that you can be. Because like I said, tomorrow's never promised. And I really truly believe that after my cousin passed, that was something that you know, I was going to do, I was going to live every day. Like it was my last, I was going to live my life to the fullest. And I think that in doing that, it really helped me get out on the other side and be a better person and not, you know, lose myself in the grief because I do think that that happens as well. So to anyone out there who has lost somebody close to them, I am truly sorry. And I really hope that you have found your ways of coping in whatever that might be. And, you know, think of the good times. Think of the good songs that remind you of the happy memories that you have and hold on to that because you just don't know what's going to happen and when bad things will happen because, you know, sometimes they are inevitable and we can't control that. So... Do what you can to control you and yourself and how you're feeling and make good decisions. And yeah, so this one goes out to my family and my cousin Cam. I love you and I miss you every day. And thanks you guys for tuning in again. Now please remember to rate, review, and subscribe. I know I haven't said that yet. I might have said it for the first time last episode, but please do that. That would be amazing. Cheers.